Greetings, Flesh Wound Horror Freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. I'm Flesh Wound Dan, joined by producer Todd. Good evening. Pugs Dread. Namaste. And Mike Kruger. Welcome to Primetime, bitch. So we got you back, Pugs, finally. Uh, Out on Bill. <laughs> yeah, you weren't back last Wednesday. Okay, I was making no, sure. no. I, I got was gonna say, up work. <laughs> shouldn't you be telling Dan? Nice to have you back because I think you were on the last show and he wasn't. Uh, that'd be a lie. That was in the chat though. I just had to no. See he just said, "I'm glad to have you back." It's just false. Oh, okay, yeah, understandable. That's messed up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah check out the hardcore hillbilly interview you guys did great um even though pugs did botch the intro but todd you corrected him. i know yeah, my bad I'm, superstar I'm a... hillbilly xpw <laughs> superstar XP... see i still fucked it up xpw superstar hardcore hillbilly and slap that. fight superstar hardcore and dan he accepted your challenge so uh oh yes come I next mean... month I made April twenty second. I booked it. It's too late. What are you guys? You guys gonna go do a slap fighting competition? I uh, yeah, Just, but uh, he'll, hardcore hillbilly is going first, so we'll see. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> he was dead. Hey, Patreon live at the booth. I believe the word he said was "all right," and that's his life motto. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> volunteering me for violence well you know you weren't there we were trying to you know i figured it was good promotion while we're at california too i mean i hope he slaps your hat off dan he's fucking awesome <laughs> well, it's what would, you rather have? would you rather have him just smack him in the face or smack his hat off Which no is... smack him in the Both. face so hard, hard the hat the... goes fucking flying right here kruger <laughs> dan we love well, you but you know i will legit hilarious. i'll do one with ozzy I will legit do a slap. Uh, 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 you know Come what? On. Okay. Keep picking I, on Ozzy. I think you're. Uh, you know what? I'm. Not, I'm gonna be. I think I'm that. taking that one. I'll even let Ozzy go first. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> sucker punch him. We need, book, we need to book a flush room features fucking uh, sponsored UEW match between Ozzy and Dan now. <laughs> I, I know. I'll, I'll be the referee and just like uh, once I'm tired of both of their shit, I'll just shoot. <laughs> the fuck out of both of them. You can't uh, yeah. ruin it. Dude, imagine, imagine me grabbing Ozzy and then Ozzy grabbing Dan. I just give them both yes. a fucking like the I mean, old Kurt Angle style. Yeah. Hey, Pitt's in the house and he says, What's up to Dan? What's up, Pete? What's up? What's up he also said greetings to the rest of us, but okay. <laughs> Dan was the first one to chime in. <laughs> Good to see you, Pitt. It's been a minute. Yes. Fuck yeah, come back. Good to see you, Pitt. Uh, so we're gonna kick it off with some uh, vinegar syndrome releases that dropped earlier today. At uh, well, pre-orders dropped earlier today, so let's be clear. There's pre-orders. There you go. There is one of them that I was really upset about because, like, when I first saw that they were, like, I saw it was coming out on Blu-ray, I thought it was another movie that was titled the same thing. But we'll go oh, that. Uh, Primal Rage. Primal Rage. <laughs> you thought it was the Squatch flick. Dude, I love that fucking movie, dude. It's just, it's a straight-up slasher movie with, like, some crazy Evil Dead witch shit going on. And the slasher is Sasquatch. I mean, it's fucking awesome. Primal Rage is one of the better Squatch flicks that most people don't talk about. Yeah. Uh, well, but... I remember when it came out, like the reviews for it were fucking awful. And I and then I watched the movie. And I'm like, did we watch the same goddamn thing? That movie is fucking badass. The gore, the Sasquatch. The Sasquatch even has like a slasher mask made out of bark. It's fucking amazing. 
Yeah, it, it's a little I don't different. Remember that? Let's uh, well, when that comes out, let's let's do this. Like, I know, it's not, seen, I know that's not the one, but have you seen that movie Cub? The the Asian like, movie? No, it's like French or uh, maybe uh, Austrian. I'm not. I'm not sure. Maybe not. But it, it's about a little boy in the woods, and he wears this mask made out of bark, and it's you know kind of like slasher esque, and, mm. and it looks it, the mask that the Sasquatch wears is very very similar. It's so badass. Double feature coming soon. Yeah, yeah. I I second Primal Rage uh, uh, again for you just jumping in Primal Rage, the Sasquatch movie. Um, but what about Primal? I uh, well, I never thought we'd get Primal Rage in 4K, but this yeah, Primal so, Rage. So so how is this Primal Rage that they're releasing? It, it, so it we got Primal Rage in 4K. <laughs> That's that. That's pretty cool. I haven't seen it, so I don't. I don't have a dog it's in this. Bad, fight, but... but some people like. I, I don't. It, it's bad, but it. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't suggest thirty three dollars for it or thirty five dollars, whichever that was. Thirty two um, ninety nine. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Um, thirty four ninety nine. If you want the slip. Um, oh, yes, I forget they display the lower prices. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not an awful film, but it's not great. I mean, uh, forty bucks, or uh, well, probably almost forty with tax after with the slip. I mean, it's kind of, kind of a <laughs> big ask for a just okay movie, but yeah. Out of I, think, the... I think Ben Grimm kind of nailed it. I'll bring up his comment and I'll read it out. Okay, Ben Grimm. <laughs> this Primal Rage is good, but not a movie I wanted to buy until now. The four K sells everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to buy it a third time, but I apparently it doesn't matter because that was coming in my package. Yeah. I would ah, yeah, even I would, better. <laughs> I would have held off on it. Um, but yeah. vinegar, I something I never wanted, never expected, and I'm very excited for Freeway Two: Confessions of a Trick Baby. Even though we already have a Blu-ray, but now it's 4K and it beautifully matches the last one. That I, one I do love. I love Freeway Two. I have a Blu-ray that makes it a little bit more of a tough sell. I, get it. I probably will get it. I'm not going to get it right now. It's not going anywhere. Um, no, well, speaking I'll of love- going, we'll, we'll get to that. What's already gone. <laughs> um, and then also there's dog tags, the VSA title. I'm doing the main vinegar syndrome stuff before we shoot over to the other, the partner labels. Um, <clears throat> new Picarama title, babe. I'm not familiar with that one. Dan, I know pig? it's Goldman. It, it's a good adult film. I know um, Samantha nice. Fox. Yeah, Veronica I just uh, I immediately like was picturing fucking like in Babe. Like, isn't isn't it kind of like Charlotte's Web? Or am I getting that shit mixed to fuck? It's kind of like Charlotte's Web. It, it yeah, I, I'm picturing like the pig one. I was gonna no, say that. The, the, oh, the, the, the oh, I was one. gonna say you're steering somebody. Right. No, no, no. I, I'm saying like when you said Babe a picorama title i was picturing somebody like in a spider costume and somebody in a pig costume <laughs> fucking. i uh, don't remember a single rim job in uh asshole, gotta be a, asshole gotta moment be. for me i have said that'll do pig after uh having <laughs> hooking up with a girl yeah. <laughs> and it was hilarious <laughs> everybody we just lost like you're supposed to say that for the, the show. to the show oh my man <laughs> 
That's the funny, the only funny part. <laughs> but she, did she laugh? Because of course she did. She knew me. <laughs> there was a Whoa. spank and everything. <laughs> that is that is messed up. But no, this baby ain't the pig movie. It uh, it's actually funny when I look at it here. It's a Samantha Fox film. Uh, Tara Air for those that remember her, Tiffany Fox, Tiffany Clark, Veronica Hart, um, also Ron Jeremy. But I was funny because they don't put the name there, but there is a still. Still, I th- I saw that too. I was like, uh, uh, which way we do? Just just so Dan's happy, he knows he's there. <laughs> he's mean, like, well, right. now I got to order too. Got to keep the man's name alive. To be fair, Dan, he wasn't convicted. Now you, you're lucky Over, to mention. Not even going to be tried. Not yeah. mentally uh, able to stand trial. So. <laughs> erasing ron jeremy though from this era is like trying to erase hulk hogan from wrestling it's kind of i'm not even arguing that i can't remember he may not have had a major you know what if they were able to get rid of the f they can get rid of anything well there you go out um so primal rage i i would say wait for a sale because i probably will get it i'm not shitting on that movie it's just uh it's kind of a wait for a sale kind of movie um, I don't like this. Picks... Oh, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say, put it like this. It is as a code red title. No one cared. Take that for what you will. <laughs> but I know Dan, you're trying to get, uh, you're, you're trying to skip past the, to get to the partner label stuff. There is one more title. Yeah. That, that's the one actually okay. I'm most excited for, which go. is the Mexican Gothic, the films of Carlos Enrique Taboda, uh, which uh, this is a pretty good value because I believe, and let me double check, I believe it was three films. And uh, it's, it's not like a box set price with the slipcover. Or, well, with the slipcover, yeah, it is $42.99. But um, not as bad as you would think for three films. Uh, Poison for the Fairies, Darker Than Night, and Rapina. Um, I'm kind of excited for this one. I, I know it's it's another one that, in all honesty, you don't have to get right now it's not going anywhere um i'm a little bit tempted though to be honest i get excited for for these uh little oddities and that's probably a name you haven't heard of but uh more of a name in mexico uh and overseas than it really is here but uh i probably will grab that maybe sooner rather than later to be honest i i I was shopping and procrastinating earlier on what i want to get right now which is probably not going to be any of the pre-orders at the moment uh but i'm going to get a few things so um i know the one you were excited for partner label wise yes uh so calvair from 2004 got announced now this is part of yellow veil pictures yes yellow veil pictures this is part of the French extreme wave, which uh, often gets overlooked because it, it came out a few years before Martyrs and Inside were never seen that, and Frontiers. Mm-hmm. And oh, Cal, so Calvert review then we it was it yeah. was on Netflix for a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think even Stephen King watched it and was recommending it. Uh, so it's on if it's still on Netflix, it's still on my watch list. I just haven't got around to it yet. It's not, it's a very disturbing film. It's not the gore film that like Martyrs is, but it's a very disturbing 
very well-made movie and is right up there. I mean, it really deserves more attention because you always hear a lot about Inside and Martyrs, but rarely does anybody name drop wave. That's why it came. It was yeah, yeah, came and went, and it just yeah. But it it is good shit. In fact, that one, since Todd brought it up, I would consider essential. I am going to grab that no matter what during this go round. Yeah. Um, There's also uh, the Flesh Merchant from Culture Shock. Um, surprisingly fast. Uh, well, actually, it's it's not this. It's this month's Clue documentary, uh, the Golden Era, a movie about the game that defined a generation about Goldeneye. That slip sold out in within a couple hours. Um, I'm see, I'm a little older than the Goldeneye generation, but I am interested to see the doc because I know it was a big deal for you. It was fucking huge. <laughs> so that there's yeah, so that's a doc they're doing. Um, and what else is there notable from the partner labels? Oh, umbrella under umbrella. The second umbrella entertainment release is nightmares. The, uh, Australian one. So it's a re-release. I know Severn had it put out before. So, uh, yeah, you know, you mentioned the golden eye doc. That's kind of interesting. Even for me, I'm not going to buy it just cause there's just too much other stuff, but, uh, I played that game. Like that was yeah. a great game. So like, you just it's, said it was huge for our age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boy, you know the hack. You could hide behind a door. I don't remember what point. I'm not a camper. Early, early game. <laughs> you, you would just shoot all of the sort of just jabroni soldiers until you were like Superman, and you could just blaze through the whole thing. So I mean, so that means you want to play Goldeneye when you're. I don't know. I would. I've never played. Responsible from for some shootings, if you, but we, maybe they'll be addressed in the, the documentary. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not I'm not like a big James Bond guy, but I definitely uh did play that back in the day and it totally revolutionized how we do uh for we did like first person shooters. So uh that is something that I'd be interested in watching too, but not something that you know I end up picking up. Yeah, Breathless, the Richard Gere films also coming out from Fun City Editions. But yeah, yeah. so there's some good there's some cool stuff this time. I'm I'm definitely going to pick up a couple extra besides my uh monthly one. I'll probably grab the Calavir and uh, oh, of course, the Flesh Merchant because I'm trying to keep up on the Culture Shock. Yeah, I'm eyeing and some of those as well. Calavir is my sure thing, though. Yes. Question: Though the slipcover copy of Goldeneye documentary is sold out, can you still get a Blu-ray copy? Big T, yes, you can, and there are quantity numbers on that. Um, like right now, the standard edition only has three ninety-four left. Now. That just means that that's for this print. Print, so they'll reprint because yeah, yeah it, it's not sold out. I mean, you may have to wait a little bit, but yeah, so you can still get the doc. You just may have to wait a few. He's having a hard yeah. time ordering it on the phone on his phone. Um, or if you're using their app, the app's known to be problematic. If you're just going on your browser, you it should be much easier. So I know that's one of their their app issues. Uh, slash on video. Did anyone have a friend that was a screen watcher when playing Goldeneye? Uh, like, like you're like you're playing the video game and your friends just watching you do it. I mean, oh. I was in the same room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Video I games never, are yeah. kind of like golf for me. I know there's some people that'll watch people play video games on streams, and 
I mean, that's before my it's time. It's just but... like watching a fucking football game, dude. It's just, or like you can play it, but someone's, you're watching a fun yeah. person play it. The streamers yeah. I like watching are the ones that flip the fuck out, like when they die <laughs> and shit, or like they start breaking shit. Cause like that, that's entertaining. But... Cartman Bra. <laughs> there's right. some uh interesting video out there of some podcasters that, hold on a second no uh, they watch your screen to see where you're coming from in multiplayer oh cowards no uh, i would never what a dick uh, that's fucked up See, well, that was the day guys, where you had a fucking that, like that that was the struggle when you were playing like split screen games and yeah. shit like uh, i remember like having running those problems playing call of duty when like my friend would come over and we'd do the split screen mode that motherfucker would be watching where i was going so yeah <laughs> assholes <laughs> yeah uh, i would play that again just for old time's sake because i i actually was an n64 guy so yeah, i said i spent like three days setting up my thing to play games i played it for like 20 minutes <laughs> it's there for when it's, you're ready it's there <laughs> is concept i gotta know i can do this there is something that we will be talking about later tonight that involves my favorite video game of all time which i'm really happy about okay mm, okay so yeah yeah tonight i'll i'll make my final decision but uh, but anybody out there making a list as far as partner labels calvair's the best of yeah uh, one of the best partner label releases that they've ever had, in my opinion. It's a great film. Uh, but it is disturbing, so keep that in mind. Um, yeah. So, in other news, just wanted to throw out uh, Tom Sizemore. And we, I think we referenced this on another show. Maybe no, not. I don't think we did. We only mentioned we didn't? Okay. Julian Sands. Yeah, Tom Sizemore, of course, had a very serious uh, aneurysm and uh, end of life procedures were just recommended. So it's not looking good. Uh, do you guys have any favorite movie memories of Tom Sizemore? Because he didn't, in a lot of ways, a lot I'm of a people. Lot, man, that's hard. <laughs> Can I just well, do the squeeze he, my nipples part? He. Uh, <laughs> he's somebody that was pushed as like the next Robert De Niro and he didn't quite because of his personal demons become that. But certainly when you look at his early filmography, I mean, natural born killer is one of the greatest movies ever made Uh, for horror fans. The relic, which I think is a pretty solid film. I love the relic dude. Yeah, the relic, uh, saving Private Ryan, the uh, thin, thin. Red I was Lion. gonna say species, but that's Michael. Best. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember him in Cobra Kai. JT Target. I don't oh. watch Cobra okay. Kai. Maybe it's the new season. He says one episode, two thousand three. No, it was, I don't remember him at all. Two thousand three. Yeah. Cobra Kai right? season five, one episode. Well, it hasn't hasn't aired yet. Two twenty three. Two. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> that's what I was like. Super yeah. confused. 2003. Yeah. My bad. Like, my fuck. bad. How many seasons? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he was just always somebody that I thought was supremely talented. Did uh, a lot of recent work for the Asylum, uh, which probably means he's got a few more movies coming yet from them. Okay. Uh, that probably be repurposing some of that footage. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. Um, keep and a, keep an eye out for him in. Uh, what is it? Meth Gators. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I talked about this before on like a previous show, but I met him at Chiller, I believe, 
really nice guy really cool to my nephew wasn't that kind of like just shut up and give me your money kind of celebrities i don't know if it was his first convention appearance but he hadn't really done a lot and he was just a cool guy it's too bad he had his demons and uh but uh, lots of great movie memories there. Go watch Natural Born Killers if you haven't. I'm surprised. I hear more and more people that haven't watched that movie. And you Heat? should. Fuck yeah. Heat, yeah. I mean, some True romance movies. also. Yeah. Oh, shit. Passenger 57. Always been unplugged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a watch along. Probably it? the first thing. I well, know. we're like a day late. Thanks, Pugs. You're finally thinking something we could have did perfect. You did rejected all my others for valid reasons. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a t-shirt. I would gladly. To be order fair, that. the one we agreed on is getting pushed to Father's Day. So okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So oh, I guess yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Lock up. I fucking love that movie. Uh, wow, that's a random Stallone one. Yeah, it's a good one. That is, that is like the Stallone movie nobody talks about, and yeah. I do like that one. Mm. That's, yeah, I've now never I'm seen it Now I'm curious what this uh, Father's Day watch along is. <laughs> we'll hit you up after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And speaking of which, just uh, we will have a post show Patreon hangout uh, at patreon.com slash flesh wound features so check that out it all starts at just a buck so uh yeah the party will continue after the show uh all right so we ready to talk some cocaine are we starting off with yayo fucking hey let's go we're we're starting let's jump out of the plane (laughs) (laughs) all right guys so Pardon me a moment while I juggle my notes. But uh, all right. So Cocaine Bear from director Elizabeth Banks. And this follows an oddball group of caps, criminals, tourists, and teens converge on a Georgia forest where a huge black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. I think that bear knew what he was doing. Oh, it, yeah, definitely was after intentional. The one, yeah. after, the first, <laughs> after the first bump. Uh, so who wants to It's go highly addictive. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> I, I could go first. I mean, this go was this was exactly what I was expecting, and I got basically everything I wanted out of this movie. It is just dumb, schlocky fucking fun and i i loved every minute of it it's not like something that you know i think is going to stand the test of time maybe with future rewatches but my theater experience and just watching it on the big screen with a good crowd uh i i, I watched the movie in d-box seats too which were really really cool especially during that whole ambulance chase scene no, it's gonna like say. dude it was rad as fuck you were getting jerked around all over the place um <laughs> That's yeah, always I, good. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> fucking, uh, yeah, the, I, I thought the movie was great. It was nice to see Ray Liotta play a villain one last time, too. Out with and, a banger. Yeah, it, like definitely went out with a bang. And I <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I had a good time with the movie. Um, and I, I don't really have anything bad to say about it. I liked all the characters. I thought all the jokes were funny. And 
I'm not going to lie. I, I don't think this is too much of a spoiler, but watching the bear do a line off somebody's severed leg <laughs> has to be one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen in the Animal Attacks movie. Uh, <laughs> and, and not to mention, the kills and the gore were actually like pretty good. There was some stuff in there. Uh, the one thing involving the ambulance chase scene that oh I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. That was awesome. And just they, they, they hit it home with this. I like this universe. I like how ridiculous it is. And I would like to see some sequels. You know, maybe not necessarily. I don't think Cocaine Bear necessarily needs to be in the sequel or maybe just make an appearance. But something else in this world, I'm definitely down for. Well, for me, this movie over delivered. I had the best fucking experience watching this. And I didn't see any trailers. I didn't know who was in it. I didn't even know Elizabeth Banks directed this fucking thing. Probably ear to best. Ear, ear to ear At smile. Least dead. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, she did. She knocked it out of the park for me. This was just ear to ear smile the entire time. The ambulance scene in particular, there's one moment where I healed over laughing so fucking hard. I probably missed a minute or two because I thought it was fucking hysterical. Uh, I got nothing but positive shit to say about this movie. I, I I have heard a complaint that he's an asshole. So I honestly, what did you want from a movie called Cocaine Bear? They gave you exactly what was on was promised. I went what back to the, the trailer. Complaint. Uh, I'll I'll go after because uh, well, he we called it. Oh, it's oh. like, well, it's a bad movie. I'm like, but you had a good time with it, so you can still have. But he was still trying to justify like I I don't like it because it was bad. Like, but you all of his shit he was saying was kind of positive. So whatever. But well, I think Dan, I think even you could like this movie. So let's we'll see, see right now. Let's uh, see if he's the turd. <laughs> yeah, but uh I want more more from the bear, more more from this universe. I'm so fucking pumped for meth crocodile now, and I somehow we need Ah Attack of the Meth Gator. Get it right. Buddy. Okay, well then I want Meth Crocodile also, and then I want the verses. <laughs> Don't we okay. can shark is happening too, so I'm told. A great, really? Fuck yeah. And I also want like a cracked out sloth for some reason. Like, just have him move faster. Like but, Caesar? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, all the characters are great. Uh, even Carrie Russell. Well, she's always pretty good. But I, yeah, I just had a blast. Uh, m- movie of the year for me so far. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to. I think even Dan's not going to disappoint. There you go. Crack. <laughs> I think even Dan's not going to disappoint. I think Dan still can have fun. This is the test. I Dan, hope so. Can you still have fun? You know I like a cheesy creature feature. Okay, I'm just making go. Dan, so, you surprised us on some stuff. So, so I have all right. So I did enjoy it. I had a lot of fun. It's cocaine bear. You know you're gonna have fun. Um, I do have a couple minor, well, minor, not so minor criticisms. I thought it was a little bit slow going early on. There were a lot of characters, and I think it was a, a little bit too grounded maybe for uh, grounded for what you'd expect from cocaine bear for i think you kind of need to do that though well for a mainstream audience i think a little more uh sort of b-movie spirit sci-fi channel if you will might have helped it a little bit more i like the movie a lot ben green says i've heard people complain that they should have went wilder i agree i think Um, it's a mainstream though because this movie just was Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was it was very entertaining. There were just some moments where I thought, like, this could get a l- little more bad shit. And there are a lot of characters that you focus on. Uh, there's not really a central character. 
Um, it, it's it's just a I'd little say, bit too Hollywood. I think they would have benefited from going a little bit more. Insane. I think. I think, I think that's the point of it, though. It's like a it's a Hollywood B picture. That's yeah. you know kind of like the the point. It's not a real B picture. It's a Hollywood B picture. So there's certain things that are going to be different. It's more digestible I, to the average audience. Yeah. I haven't heard a lot of opinions on it yet, but I think there's going to be more people that would agree. Should have been a little more crazy. Aren't, it is they, just yeah, uh, big T. But aren't they doing an unrated? Are they? Oh, are Fuck they? yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that, but uh, if they are, I'm I'm in. Some of the crazier bits are in the trailer. I mean, the uh, I'm kind of gonna doubt am... that. What? I don't know huh. if they. I. Uh, Big says release for streaming and physical media? Question mark. Oh, um, I think they announced a pre-order, but I don't think there's a date. Does it come with a little mirror? <laughs> <laughs> the ambulance chase scene, which of course is in the trailer, that was awesome that was hilarious yeah that was the that was the piece of the movie for sure and i like margot martindale a lot i think you could have gotten a little more out of her is that the girl the the the, The older ranger oh yeah she fucking rocked dude (laughs) they could have given her more because she's always great and i didn't think she had enough i just i don't know it's it's really entertaining it's just it's not that dream picture that i expected um elizabeth surprising director but i don't know that this will be on my top 10 at the end of the year but you should think it's i don't don't think it's that kind of picture i think it's just a good time picture that you'll have fun with number one right now right now it's number one it yeah but it's mostly the fun factor because like yeah i could tear it apart if i really really needed to but fuck that i got a bear doing cocaine and mauling fucking people this is great (laughs) it's no it's no grizzly yet for me well, de- that's a different uh, movie. Yeah, that's it's like it is. But I'm just saying, in the term, the bear tier. In the terms of bear attacks yeah. movies, it, it ranks highly for me personally. Like at least top three. Yeah, yeah. Now I like it. I will be grabbing it when it comes out. I just, you know, I don't know. Also, and it was bugging me when I was watching it. I was like, where do I know this guy from? Uh, that was the. Uh, Are you talking about from Modern Family? The, no, the shitty Han Solo movie guy solo. that played ray liotta's uh son He's uh, solo. oh yeah, yeah, yeah it was solo that was oh. bugging you <laughs> yeah i was like where do i know him from it's that Should one that they had to reshoot it all solo? also yeah. shout out to that He's tiktok sure. guy he was fucking great in this the guy who he was one of the ambulance uh the guys on the ambulance uh like one of the nurses, oh, okay. I don't know, paramedics yeah. uh yeah he, he he's like he does these tiktok videos where he just like basically is like making snide comments about what your management is telling you to do when you work at a retail store. And uh, he, he, I thought knocked out of the park and has some acting chops to him to the point where I definitely want to see him in more stuff. Big T says, and since it was distributed by universal pictures, cocaine bear should be at Halloween horror nights this year. Oh uh, I my fucking hope god! So. Yeah, I don't know. Imagine a big be. old animatronic fucking cocaine it, bear chasing you. It would be awesome, but I wonder, like, if they get heat with the cocaine element, like, as part of a part. Dan, they literally just released a movie into nationwide theaters called Cocaine Bear. Yeah, but in the attraction, no, no. like, kids being as, attacked. But I want it. Dan, 
That is an 18 plus event. It's for adults. That's true. Okay. So I hope they do. kids uh, can go. Not 18 so, plus, like 13. 17 plus. Yeah. 13, whatever it is. It's at the age level. Like you can go at any age. They took Haley as a fucking baby. So what what do I care? Yeah. But um I yeah, want powder and a fan hitting all of it, everybody in the face. It's age to where it's appropriate for that. Again, yeah. It was released into nationwide cinemas successfully. Under- I understand, Todd. Sure but that wouldn't have happened even milder. five years ago. No, they well, times been- are changing. But none of the fact realizing said- cocaine is awesome. Well, <laughs> I'm and actually surprised. These, like these ideas of like this and what, fucking poo. Like the bears are ruling horror at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Here's like Chris is happy. Crazy in the sequel. I have Jake Roberts DDT cocaine bear. I don't know why, but I'm okay with that. Because he stole his stash? (laughs) You know what would be hilarious is like Jake Roberts is trying to run away from him because he knows he's going to relapse if he gets (laughs) (laughs) And he'd be looking for Cracodial anyway. Come on. He could be the park ranger. And he's got to like save the kids, but the only way he can do it is like by taking like the cocaine to fight cocaine bear. Oh, like spinach. <laughs> oh, like, oh, it's just like spinach. <laughs> we didn't like, see that in like three movies recently, though. Didn't we? I don't know. Yeah, there was that one big. religious one that they tricked us in the house and they do the dr- coke. Oh, there's yeah. there's been a couple we've seen like peak from just random. Fuck, there's been a couple. I can't think of the other one. I know one was that. <laughs> Stupid religious one we ended up watching. I don't recall, sir. Religious yeah. with cocaine? Probably sounds yeah. like one I'd forget. The, but, the, yeah. And they were locked in the basement, like, and they had the kid upstairs. And- oh, the fucking, um, fuck, shut-in, I think it was shut called. In. Shut-in is what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. there was another one right around the same time. Yeah, it wasn't coke, Todd. I think that was meth. Yeah, I knew it was some drug. I don't remember I mean, any drug use, but all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, that was the whole thing, is that, the, the like, the... Uh, the dad of the kid was fucking a uh, bad drug addict, and the mom went to rehab. Yeah, locked her in the, and they locked her in the basement. It, it wasn't that great that of a one. movie. I was like, we watch a lot. That probably just boop. <laughs> it could have also been during your busy time. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I guess we should rate it. Absolutely. What say you? Uh, whoever went first, Kruger. Uh, Kruger. Um, I was tossed up between a four and a three and a half. I got to give it the four. It may not stay a four forever, but Bear doing a line off a severed leg, that deserves fucking four stars in itself. So uh, four cocaine Bear hulking up (laughs) fucking out of five because that scene was great too. Uh, I am a five out of five. I had too good of a time not to. It's fucking great. All right, Dan. I am a three out of five. Next time, give Fred Olin Ray his first big budget. And <laughs> just, you don't need Elizabeth. I'm not Banks against that. Maybe Elizabeth <laughs> Banks held it back a little bit. I don't know. She actually did. There's a, the, uh, Tormund from Game of Thrones. There's a scene. His, his, his death doesn't, well, I don't want to spoil it, but you, it's more, uh, gore graphic and than what we got, which was no. nothing. I figured. Elizabeth Banks' fault. Fuck Elizabeth Banks. Time. I disagree, sir. She gave us cocaine bear. <laughs> um, I'm going back and forth. I did watch it twice, remember. Fucker, I want you so bad. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm at a three and a half and four also, and I can't I can't land on it. You know what? I, Ice Cube Junior is going to make me give it a four. 
Dude, he even was, though all he does is play his dad. But dude, he was great though when he kicked the shit out of all those kids in the bathroom. I was dying. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> then there, wait, what, fuck, I can't do it. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. But <sighs> <sighs> I bet Ice T's kids more entertaining too. Just like the dad. No one wants to see. I was going to have to edit I, myself. Know- I love Detective Tutuola, but honestly, as soon as she becomes of age, they need to Kylie Jenner, that little girl. That is just sad. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, IC. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we've all seen. Yeah. All right. So moving on to our next film, which is uh, surprisingly uh, not been covered very much, uh, but I was lucky hard to, to fucking get find. to. <laughs> I was going to say, not very surprising. Yeah, a lot of like one time showings for this, even on release day. And that is uh, <laughs> slash home video. Ice T's kid looks more like Ice T than he does. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Oh god damn it! Oh man, that got me. Uh, <laughs> Moving on to Bunker from director Adrian Langley, and in this film. Trapped in a bunker from World War I, a group of soldiers are faced with an ungodly presence that slowly turns them against each other. All right, so uh, Bunker. So I'm a big uh, fan of war-themed horror movies, and we get a lot from World War II, not a lot from World War I, uh, so I thought that was kind of cool. This is another low-budget kind of isolation horror film uh it's in terms of in terms of tone it's it doesn't have the same sizzle of something like frankenstein's army or overlord uh but i did enjoy it it's mostly practical which is nice uh it doesn't go too crazy with the cg um now the the one issue that i do have with the film is there's a lot of very similar movies that I think are a little bit better. Um, just to name drop a few, Death Watch is one I like quite a bit. There is another one uh, actually called The Bunker from uh, 2001. Uh, that's a good one. I like that one. Kind of horror adjacent. Yeah, I like that one too. They And those kind of came out around the same time. Horror adjacent, but probably Jeff Burr's best film, Straight Into Darkness uh, yep. is, is a good one. Uh, Devil's Rock from New Zealand, Ghosts of War, which came out in 2020. That's a decent little film. The Outpost Trilogy, another one. I could go on, but uh, another one just if you're making a list. R-Point, R-Point, which is a Korean film set during Vietnam. Uh, So those are just, you know, there's a lot more, obviously. I could also name drop Ilsa uh, or, you know, uh, Man Behind the Sun. Uh, if you, you you want some more disturbing stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I I did have a lot of fun with this one. It's slow burn, but there's just something about it. I, I gel well with isolation horror and war horror. I don't think it does anything phenomenal. I don't think this is one that, that you have to go out and see, especially if it's a further away theater like I did and uh, you know uh, it's it's playing like at one time usually a late time 
I don't think you have to rush out and see that. But if you like some of the films that I mentioned, I think you will have a good time with it. I, I really enjoyed the cast. I thought everybody did a really good job. Uh, there's just going to be some people that are going to expect a little bit more. Um, the final, let's just say, I guess monster, whatever you want to call it, is more practical on the practical side. It's cool. It just, again, this is a more low, this is a lower budget movie that we don't generally get in the theater. And I think there might be some people that expect a little bit more in terms of the, the action and the effects portion. But uh, I love that it was World War One, and we weren't just rehashing the same, you know, World War Two uh, sort of storyline. Um, I dug it. Uh, yes, I know, Pugs. Uh, so, uh, just waiting for it. Uh, yeah, I say see it. There's just there are some some better options out there, but I, I like the cast. I thought the uh, the leader of the unit was kind of like that right level of asshole, and uh, he felt pretty authentic to the time. Which, uh, yeah, I dug it. How about you guys? Well, um, the acting I think was really really good, and everybody played their characters really well, but there wasn't really any characters that I was like really enjoying being with or like, just, I, I don't know. I, th th this movie. You didn't like Segura? I thought Segura was a good lead. She was okay, but like, th there's just something about this movie. It's like, it has all the right ingredients for something I should like, but I just, I, I didn't really care for it. To, like, I liked it. There's things I liked about it. But when I'm watching it, I'm just like, fuck, I should like this a lot more than I am right now. I think a big part of that was there was these long stretches. Like, we'd get a cool little body horror effect or some gore. And then there would be a long stretch of just really dialogue heavy. And it just felt like we were going in fucking circles. The, same the, scenarios. the phone bit was really cool. That that, that was, was yeah that yeah. was good that was good and the creature effect at the end was cool and stuff but uh, I, I, there was just something I I think about the pacing that just it had me really bored and it was like I was the only person in my theater and uh, I I just found it hard to kind of it wasn't keeping my attention in certain areas um, I do need to watch it again though it's one of those movies where I after I watched and I was like uh, I I don't really know how I fucking feel about it I'm gonna have to give it a watch again but I I was a little bit disappointed considering I traveled almost an hour to go see it mm -hmm. and um, I, if I would have waited for it to come out on VOD and watched at home. Uh, I probably would have had a better time with it. But the one thing I will say is the trailer really made me want to see this movie like really bad. And they don't really give away too much either. It just looks like a couple crazy guys being trapped in the middle of a mine. And it's a lot more than that. So um, it, it's like not like the full on Lovecraftian. But it's it's kind of Lovecraft Jason. Not really. But yeah kind of sort of there's similar similar stuff going on and and also the time period you know kind of oh, yeah, yeah. lovecraft stuff as well yeah i i did enjoy it i just and i will buy it too so it's kind of a recommendation i just don't know that it's going to be for everybody that's used to that sort of frankenstein's army overlord yeah. I see it's I was kind of going in like I didn't really know much but I was like yeah oh, maybe we're going to get like a low budget the keep. Mm -hmm. Not not what we got. Um but 
And I and I tried to avoid paying attention to the trailers. I just kind of knew the premise. Um, but I I I did like it. Um, I liked that it was a smaller picture and the group of guys. Um, it, it it is one of those slow burns, so it, it, you have to be in the right mood for it. I definitely did enjoy it, and and I'd watch it again. I tell Pugs check it out. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out when I can. Probably for streaming because that's yeah. what I take from your guys' review. That's what I need to well, do. Well, see, I I I didn't say that. See, well, I said don't travel. Two out of, I, two out of three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I won't say that. I will say go go see it, support it, and hopefully we keep getting this oh, okay. this mid level budget and low budgets in theaters. Yeah. Uh, hey, look, it, this is much better than a lot of Bloomhouse stuff with bigger budgets. It's you know flooding the screen. I don't know well, why we had to bring up Bloomhouse. I don't either. Considering I haven't that, taken a shot against them in like four shows. Well, I mean, considering <laughs> that the audiences that are going to go see it are going to strongly disagree with that. But yeah, for our yeah. viewers, I think they'll be a little more in line. Yeah, yeah. But uh, make a list of some of the ones that I tried to throw out there. Um this is this is just a little bit more middle of the road in terms of war horror, but uh, I, I want to see it again. So if see, you want a stupid one that's entertaining, and I know a lot would disagree with this, but Shadow in the Cloud. If you want to see oh, Chloe Grace. <laughs> Five stars. Chloe Grace fighting the dumbest CGI creature you've ever seen. In I'm a kick, man. Spectacular. <laughs> It I'm is watch stupid. It and it starts <laughs> off legitimately good. It's kind of the nightmare at 30,000 feet kind yeah, of Yeah, which I thing. love. And, and then, then it, it becomes continues something to else. be awesome. But, uh, <laughs> Dude, that movie just like, it, it has a certain tone and then it just is like, nope, fuck that shit. We're getting that if, out of here. It's go, we're going back. I could go back and make it my movie of the year. <laughs> what what's first really movie watching about that? It's you know obviously it's more better production values than your typical sci-fi channel movie, but then it's like nah, let's just we're gonna go full sci-fi channel with the creep. So is that what you wanted with Cocaine Bear? That fucking full hard. We don't give a fuck. We're just gonna go. A meth, a uh, coked out Chloe Grace fighting the Cocaine Bear. <laughs> no one's gonna argue with that. Cool. Uh, but. Yeah, I don't know. Well, let's go ahead and rate this one because I feel like my rating's actually a lot higher than maybe I was giving off. But uh, I am a three and a half. Okay, I think I'm this off. one's just a little, just a little bit long. There's a couple little things. I know not everybody's gonna love this movie, so I just before you go to a theater, just kind of consider what you like. Support independent horror. Go see it. And I'm also a three and a half. I'm a there two and go. a half out of five. Okay. All right, so that was Bunker. Check it out. And I'm going to say, whether you like it or dislike it, more people should be reviewing these. A lot of people are kind of treating some of these. No, no, I think less people should. We'll take care of that, Dan. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm kind of patting us on the back there. But uh, all right. Okay, they continue patting. That's all right. I'm just saying. Paddington Cocaine Bear? Yes. Oh, be a better man. Somebody had to do a mock-up trailer with Paddington fighting the cocaine bear. That God, has they're just going to replace him because, like, they did do a, 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 a. Todd, you sent it to me. Fucking uh, uh, space bear, <laughs> spice bear. It was a fucking uh, Ewok <laughs> on the cover. <laughs> oh. no, I think you sent it to me. Did I? I don't remember yeah. guys from then. That just made me laugh. <laughs> 
All right. So our next one from uh, Screambox, a Screambox original right now, streaming on Screambox. Uh, Yellow Dragon's Village from writer-director Yugo Sakamoto. And in this film, ordinary college students dropped by a strange village on the way to their camp. Persuaded by a seemingly friendly villager to stay over, brutal killings occur the following morning. Uh, well, pretty uh, straightforward description there. But uh, Yellow Dragon's Village. Uh, so I wasn't exactly sure what I was getting with this. I kind of got the vibe and i don't know if any of you've watched this that we were going to get the something like a cannibal comedy particularly like a we're going to eat you from 1980 vibe uh, that's kind of what i thought this was more or less going to be it's it's an unusual film it's just barely over an hour so it's short and it's kind of got that from dusk till dawn flip i'll, I'll just say tone yeah the tone shift <laughs> yeah kind of like it, it you're thinking you're gonna get a sort of cannibal horror film then it i'll just say it kind of morphs into more of a martial arts film not a bad thing actually the fight choreography was pretty good for a low budget uh film i think i was vibing more with the first half if i'm being perfectly honest uh but wh what did you guys think before i go too deep into this one Go for um, that tone shift did not fucking work for me. I mm -hmm. kind of hated the I whole figured. movie from that point on, to be honest with you. Um, I, I, the, even with the setup though, like the first 20 minutes, just I, I was really fucking bored, kind of annoyed. Like all the characters were just really, really annoying and unlikable. And then, like, for me to try to ha have to feel something for them towards the, you know, once that tone shift happens, you know, I just wanted to see them all get fucking eaten. And instead I saw them do these <laughs> shitty Kung Fu. So I, 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 I didn't really care for it. I, I didn't like, you know, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen or anything like that, but just not for me at all. Right. Yeah. Um, I have happened to agree with the tone shift thing. It does. It's very uh, jarring. It was okay. I I did prefer the straightforward, weird uh, cult vibes that we were getting in the beginning. But I'm not gonna lie. Did I, do I have a good time with kung fu? Absolutely. Uh, some of those fight scenes were pretty fucking cool. So um, yeah, this movie's just okay. I really wanted more from the the creepy old guy in the beginning because imagine him doing like a chop top leather face type thing. Like it could <laughs> it, like they left, left a lot of potential on the table. But I respect the fuck out of them for giving us a movie that's only, what, 61 minutes or, or under an hour. So, yeah. I had fun with it, but it's just okay. Todd? Yeah, it lost me with the tone shift on this one, too. Um, and even the first half, I'm kind of close to Kruger on this one. I, it was all right. And then that barbecue, man. I should look good. <laughs> I like the first it. half quite a bit. It's a good setup. Yeah. After that one stab, well, we just had one that could have. What was the oh, fuck? I I liked it a lot. About the the point of view movie, the found footage movie we just saw, Incantation. It kind of starts off like that, and like oh. the, that sticks to landing. This one, mm. right, Todd? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna. I was pulling up doing cocaine, Todd. Slash your own video. You got to be careful with those tonal flips. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, again, it's a solid little martial arts revenge flick at that point, but it's like you just set up too much. You promised a little bit too much on the horror front, so it was like, yeah, I. it doesn't really do anything bad, though, but it's definitely a one-time watch. Well, and the description for it sounded, like, really, really cool. That's why I, like, yeah. I, I once it popped up on Screenbox, it was like, I immediately watched it, and I was like, what the fuck is this yeah. thing? <laughs> there is a credit scene I thought was kind of funny. Uh, I, I'll say that. And the remember. big bad... The big bad was kind of underwhelming to me. There's a lot that I still had questions in my head. I'm like, why is this your your purpose? Why is this your L. Ron Hubbard? <laughs> yeah, like I was just like, it never really quite added up to me. But again, check out the uh, 1980 film, We're Going to Eat You. It's a good alternate. And if you haven't seen that, you might as well watch that before this. That might have been on Shudder at one point. I could be wrong. But, uh, yeah, as it is, uh, I'm a two and a half. It really, it, yeah, it's a one-time watch. Two and a half. It's a decent martial arts movie more than anything else. But uh, what say you guys? Uh, I'm a one and a half. Okay. I'm a two and a half as well. I, I love the fact that they, the, the, the time run, run time. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that more. I'm a two. Okay. All right. So, All but right. I do support Screenbox. You guys should get it anyway. <laughs> yes. So the next one, which I believe is me and uh, you and Pugs, me and Pugs. All ah. right. All right. I'm very curious uh, on this one, Pugs, because I, I have some complicated feelings about this movie, and I'm curious what your thoughts will be. And our next one is Husera. Well, you know, go for it. Good. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, Husera the Bone Woman, which is a Mexican horror film that follows Valeria, who has long dreamed about becoming a mother. After learning <coughs> she is pregnant, she expects to feel happy, yet something is off as, as sinister forces lurk in the shadows. All right. I'll, I'll tag you in first because I don't want to tip my hat too much, but I'm. What did you think of Husera? I'm going to assume you like this, Dan, because one, I did. I thought this movie is pretty damn cool. Um, definitely worth checking out. Uh, subject matter, like postpartum stuff, and that is pretty, pretty cool. But there's also this other element, which they keep you guessing back and forth. And I won't want to, I don't want to give away the ending. Uh, so I won't say if they reveal it or not. But by the end, uh, I think they they made something really weird, really uh, realistic, and um, yeah, it, this one's a trip. I I dug it. I think it's worth watching. Uh, these I want uh, the main actress. I felt bad for her, and then I hated her, and I felt bad for her, and then I hated her again. So she's good at fucking the, the flipping the switch on uh, Natalia Solian. Yeah, she's awesome. I did. I loved Ra- Raul or Raul, whatever the fuck his name is. The main main guy, he was cool. Um, yeah, there's a definite creepy vibe in here, but uh, if you're not on board, I don't think you will be. Like, I am curious to see what Todd thinks about this after. And Kruger, I I want to. I want. I'm curious to what you think too. So yeah, I wanted um, to see it. I just didn't have time this week. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I like this one quite a bit. 
Okay. Yeah. So extremely well-made movie. Natalia Solian is amazing and very real. Now, uh, so for, all right, first off, I, it, I love the, the Mexican f- folklore. My understanding is the bone woman story is, and I may be way off and you can correct me in the comments was a woman who collected bones to make some other person come to life sort of deal. So I don't think this is like a direct adaptation of the bone woman legend, uh, but correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I like that this doesn't rely on jump scares. It's a very creepy film that relies on, on mood, just good slow burn horror. There's some very disturbing imagery uh, early on where she witnesses from across the street the bone woman in the window uh that was very well done i was like oh okay i'm in for a ride this isn't uh, dude that set us up uh, for something else later on and that that i was like oh fuck yeah (laughs) there's a lot of subtle creepy moments where it's just again it's not like something jumping out and yelling boo it's just like a sort of twist of the hand like crack of the knuckles like you knew something was just a little bit off um there's a lot of you know Obviously, postpartum. Uh, Dan, I have a question the, for you. How hard did you laugh about the stairs? Well, oh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say there's a couple stairs moments, but uh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it, I mean, it's about doubts of motherhood, uh, the pressure to conform, particularly in this this particular uh, society. You know, she felt like she, like. Do, do I really want to have a kid? Do I want to follow that typical path? Uh, this is an extremely well-made movie with a lot going on. Here's like an issue, and it, it, it it's not as big of an issue for me, but I sort kind of, sort of. Uh, it will be for a lot of people, and that's the fact that you could argue that uh, Valeria is not a very good person. Yep. Uh, that And that... Uh, I don't know. There were some moments I was kind of struggling a little bit because it's like she I don't want to give too much away, but she's fucking over the husband. She's fucking over her uh, her friend from her past. And in a lot of ways, I think that's going to bug people. It's a well-made movie. Oh, yeah, she, she did. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm looking at it and I'm like, there's moments where I was like, oh, I just want to, I think Kruger will hate her. I think Todd might hate her. But uh, like the where it lands though, because now, well, yeah. that's a spoiler. She's Fuck real it. though. That's the yeah. thing. Like, that's what I would argue. And so are the people she people. visits. I didn't bring that up. That those that was realistic uh, Santeria uh, shit. I, I, yeah, mm-hmm. cool shit. Very, uh, yeah, it, it felt very authentic. I liked it, but I know that's going to be a big issue for people. Now, you do have some sympathies because I thought, like, her sister, oh, my God, what a fucking bitch. I Mm. hated her so fucking much. She did have a moral ground at the end, but, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Fuck that. Damn. Uh, But she wore it. And her her mom and the other grandmother. Yeah, most. And there's a lot of stuff, like, I feel like I need to watch it again. Because there's one character I'm kind of like, is she, does she really exist? Sort of, you know. There's, there's. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, there's no interaction there. Like, it, there, 
Yeah, yeah. I, if it's the same character, it, it does inter- interact with somebody else, but I'll tell you after. Okay, maybe I'm just forgetting then, because like afterwards, I was like, it did, yeah, I don't want to give, I'm dancing around it. I don't want to Actually, you know what? Now I need to watch it again because I'm I'm incorrect. I was remembering remembering. I, I don't think there's any actual direct interaction. So at the table, I could be wrong. I'd have to go back again to correct this in the. But I, I want more horror like this. I didn't feel like I was just watching the same fucking ghost story over and over again. I dug it. I'm really curious and please. If any of you guys watch this, give your opinions in the comments, even if you haven't seen it yet, because I know that's going to be an issue. I think there's going to be a lot of reviews that are just like, man, I just I just didn't like her because of some of the shit she did. Uh, But it was authentic to me and I did enjoy it quite a bit. But the sister, no, fuck her. No redeeming factors for her. And the kids, her kids, too. The sister's kids. Man. Uh, they got off easy. I would have not tolerated half of that nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I was I was gonna say like when they dumped the, I'm like, uh it reinforced that I'm not the person to have kids because holy shit, I hate those fucking kids. <laughs> All right, so pugs, what do you uh, rate this? Flash your own videos asking where uh, where it is. Uh, VOD, yeah. Uh, for me, yeah. uh, I was going between two numbers and i'm gonna go with the higher one it's four and a half out of five i really enjoyed it i am right there with you i'm four and a half out of five as well i liked it a lot and i'm i kind of thought you would (laughs) because there's also some dan selling points in there (laughs) yeah no i i really dug it i just i i i know a lot of people are not going to be able to get past that but uh nonetheless check it out chris I think uh, I think you might like this one. It's it's like I said, more serious. It's worth finding out if you like it or not, though. Just go watch it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, you want to know how far I got? Sure. The fridge scene. Oh. <laughs> All right. No, so I, huh? Were you enjoying what you saw of it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I yeah. think it'll continue, Todd. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's not quite your thing, it, it's worth definitely worth the watch. I gotta support my people. It's the law. But you didn't finish it, Todd. So, finish. well, to be fair, another Mexican made me late. So, <laughs> what am I gonna do? CTLA time. It's all good. Yeah. All right. So, our next film from Unearthed Films is Invitation Only, which just came. Got the beautiful Blu-ray right here. Uh, And this is actually a 2009 Taiwanese film from director Kevin Ko. And in this one, Wade Chen, who works for a rich and powerful CEO, Mr. Yang, accidentally catches his boss having sex with supermodel Dana. Uh, To keep his silence, his boss rewards him by sending him to an exclusive party on the company dime. Weird description, because he didn't, like, threaten him with it or anything. (laughs) Wade's evening at the party includes receiving a new car, dancing, gambling, and frolicking with the boss's mistress. However, leaving the party is a problem, as the guests are systematically hunted down and slaughtered by a masked slasher. Hate when that happens. Uh, (laughs) So, post 
hostile wave here, obviously heavily uh, inspired <laughs> by by hostile, maybe more hostile three than sweatshop man. Yeah, hostile three. To, yeah, sweat sweatshop. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, more hostile three than the other two movies. Um, Fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan. No, uh, we've never done those three. Maybe at some point. Uh, so traditional. It kind of starts off as more of a traditional stalk and slash sort of film. Uh, of course, being unearthed films and being known for extreme horror. And that first, girl in the red. Oh my god. Oh, you know uh, Maria Ozawa. Uh, she is actually an an adult film star. Japanese really? adult. Japanese. Spell that out again. M A R I A O Z A W A. Dan doesn't have to check his notes either. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, I, might, I got it. Honestly, that it's worth a Google search. So I, now that you, I may look it up. Orc is on the hub right now. If he's listening nice. to this, uh, <laughs> so kind of more of a traditional slasher at this point, which of course on Earth films is are known for more, uh, you know, extreme horror, extreme gore. It does get there a little bit more in the second half for the more extreme. It's elements. it's like it's like half slasher and then it turns into torture porn. Like yeah, know, once we get into the torture sequences. Yeah, what, what did you what did you think of this one, uh, Kruger? Had you seen it before? No, never saw it. And because I was such a big fan of Incantation, I was like really excited because I know this is the director's first movie. Um, first thing I'll say, there's just something about this soundtrack that just brought me back to like you know, the later 2000s, like, you know, pre-2010 uh, with the pop rock. I don't know. It, it just, it worked for me. And I, I was, I was digging it. The characters I thought definitely could have been better, but I was interested in the main character because of that, like little speech he had about his friend dying in a tragic uh, accident when he was a kid. I thought that scene was really well done. And then I was, you know, I was kind of digging the little romantic interest going on, but then, you know, it takes a different turn. Uh, the story also, you know, you could poke, you, you could poke at stuff, but I like the slasher like villain that we had, you know, massacring people and, uh, the blank white Jabberwocky esque mask was really cool and, and kind of creepy. And God, like some of those like throat slitting sequences and just the stabbings, they were just mean and brutal and nasty. And then when we got to the torture scenes, I mean, damn, like there was some fucked up shit in here. Uh, like that that scene involving the uh, the girl with the open wounds on her face, and then putting that salt in it, and then yeah. stapling this mask that's basically suffocating her. And you know she gets her throat slit, and she's just wheezing for like twenty minutes in the movie. Like this poor girl just wouldn't <laughs> die, and the noises she was making was just like really fucked up and really good. Also, uh. We we did see somebody do their best uh, Kane and Shane McMahon impression with the fucking, uh, with the uh, jumper cables to the test to the to the dick. So that was that that was, that was also really brutal and really nasty. And uh, I, I was having a good time with it. I think my biggest issue was I felt like there was maybe a little too much cat and mouse in the beginning because it felt like there was a lot of chase scenes in the, at least when I was watching it. That I, was I more the awesome. highlight for me, actually. I thought the really? more suspense slasher portion I liked more. Yeah, uh, I, I, but um, even with that, like I did have a really good time. And uh, if you're a gore hound and just if, if you're into torture porn type movies, uh, you're definitely going to dig this. And I can uh, see myself watching it again for sure. Uh, also, though, if you do like this movie and you haven't checked out Incantation, 
go do that because that is like literally one of the best found footage movies I have seen fucking in a really long time. Very different kind of movie. No, very different, but doesn't skimp out on the gore whatsoever. So yeah, yeah. No, you can see the roots here, which is yeah. great. Uh, for me, uh, this had almost, almost everything I fucking love with hot girls, really brutal uh, fucking death scenes, and white face killers. Like fucking love that shit. So this movie is practically made for me. I got zero complaints. Even the runtime was fine. Um, there's room for improvement, but yeah, this is just a fucking good time. Uh, Unearth killed it. <laughs> by, by I can it. see the live Jasmine commercial in your glasses for looking up Maria Ozawa. Really? <laughs> Let me switch it over. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the girl in the red, which is Maria Ozawa, was, yeah. and then the the model. Jesus Christ! No, nope. some <laughs> nice skin. Some nice skin. Yeah, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I, I would recommend. I'm actually. I've told three people to check it out already. So nice, nice. Um, uh, Todd, did, I forgot. Did you see? This no, one? that's fine. I was like, I mean, you guys like covered everything. I mean, but um, yeah, I kind of a Dan. I like the stalk and chase, but I also like this. I like the whole thing. It, yeah. it was a good time. I it's mean, like, I have. It, it had it's a good. I expect. It her. had a good. It had a good balance though with the slasher stuff. But I like I like at first I I was like, damn, I thought this was going to be you know more like you know of a torture movie, but it eventually gets yeah, there. Yeah. And <laughs> the main there. guy was super sympathetic. Like I liked him. I wanted. I was rooting for him the whole time. Like I hope you fucking nail this chick and make it out alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the villain's motivations were a little like. I don't know how much it made sense. But you got money. Of, what else are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. This was actually a very solid slasher torture. I mean, mashup. at at this point, dude, like anything on Earth puts out, it's not going to be shit. Like they don't put out shit ever. It's always like at least halfway decent, and if it, even if it's lacking in some areas, it makes it up with the brutality and the gore. So um, another winner. And another one that uh, definitely I'm going to want on my shelf. There we go. There we go. Uh, so what do you rate it? I am a three out of five for now, but I think that can grow uh, with future watches. Okay. I am a four out of five. I'm a three and a half out of five. I am also a four out of five. All right. Ooh. There we go. Invitation only. Grab the Blu-ray now. And let's see. Uh, oh, God, we're running through them today. We're already at uh, Last know, of Us. We might hit the time I posted for the post show. We there might. we go. Yes. I don't again. know. I may I may go long on this one, dude. <laughs> okay. So once again, patreon.com slash flesh wound features. It all starts at just a buck, and we'll... Uh, Hang out, maybe do some more shopping. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Anything goes on Patreon, pretty much. Um, None of so yes, all the way now. <laughs> if you are uh, just listening for the first time, we will be doing TV Terror Talk with Episode 7, Left Behind of Last of Us. Here we talk open spoilers. My dog's about to bark because there's neighbor's dogs barking. Uh, here we do spoilers, though, so... You've been warned. We just talk about these episodes at this point. And, uh, yeah. Uh, 
I wait for the pause, Dan, and then you like pause, then you start talking again. I thought I had to stall a little bit more, but here we go. <laughs> that works. So Kroger, uh, what did you think of Last of Us episode seven left behind? I think we only got a couple more to go for what season one. Yeah, so so this episode I, I should point out is the uh episode that uh covers the DLC we got for the first game. Uh, this was oh, a no DLC. Shit. Okay. Yeah, this was a DLC ch- uh, chapter that we later on got. So uh, it wasn't, you know, a part of the main game. And honestly, I don't really remember too much about it when I did play through it. Again, I played that game back when it came out. So that was like 2013. It's a very fucking long time ago. Uh, but I will say I love this episode. Um, it just it had this really interesting thing about it that just made me feel like uh i was a kid again like when like when i back when i was a kid you know going to the mall playing at the arcades you know doing all the stupid shit they were ellie and uh i forgot what her uh friend's name is i can't remember the girl from missing (laughs) i I, I, yeah (laughs) um just when they were when they were doing their you know going on a little mall date it it just it brought me back because i remember those days and the joy that it was bringing ellie too was just it was i it was such a feel-good uh episode for the most part you know and then it fucking like this show does it makes you feel safe and makes you feel (laughs) warm and fucking cozy and then it rips your goddamn heart out and throws it on the floor and stomps (laughs) on it um but yeah, I, I I love this thing. Also, I just got to point out the amount of Mortal Kombat fucking love that we have gotten throughout the series is <laughs> fucking amazing. And this episode specifically, Mortal Kombat Two is my favorite video game of all time. Nice. Uh, I so much so I have an arcade of it in my fucking room. <laughs> so like, I I love Mortal Kombat Two and the fact that that was the game that they were fucking playing and they were hidden fatalities. And yeah. all that shit. I, I was just I was I was all in, and then. You know, as the, as we kind of knew that was going to happen, uh, when once we saw that the clicker all melted against the wall, the clicker comes and ends up biting both of them, and the way they're processing it, just it felt so authentic <laughs> and so real, and just so sad. You know, like and especially for us as the audience, we know Ellie's going to make it, so but they're going to both hold out together and see how long they can go. And now you know why Ali's been talking, uh, you know, talking to Joel, like you haven't been the only person that that's lost people. And now we know about her past and what, what, what has ha- what, what has happened to her. And I, I, I hope we get another flashback scene uh, covering that because I think that could be a really, really powerful uh, moment in the series as well. But yeah, this was a great one for me and uh, it kind of disappointed me when I went on to IMDb and I saw this was the lowest rated episode so far. Um, I don't know if it, that has to do with people thinking it's woke even, or whatever the fuck. Even lower than the, yeah, the gay yeah, one? Because there yeah. all these other people were up in arms about it. Th- this one is like a 7.5. I, I these think. Yeah. It just, what, what drives me crazy is the people calling this show like oh, it's just more woke bullshit. And it's like, motherfucker, like, they're going by what the game was. Like, shut the flying fuck up. Not everything is just about woke bullshit. I don't think this was a woke 
Yeah, but but I I feel to be honest with you, bro. I think just anytime you have a gay couple put in anything, now you're gonna have a audience out there that's gonna scream that it's woke and that it's you know uh, the gay agenda being shoved down our throat. And those people are fucking dumb as fuck. I would say ninety percent of the time. I'll have to ask go a little you. higher if you want. <laughs> I won't ask a, a spoiler Don't for your episode because I kind of have a feeling on something, but I'll keep it to myself since it's, it would be a future episode. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, again, once again, not being familiar with uh, with the game, I'm, I have the benefit of going in and knowing nothing. So that's Same. always a, a plus. So the fun side of this episode, which it was the mall. I thought it was really cool that they were hanging out in a in a dilapidated uh, spirit Halloween, and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, the carousel, everything. There's something about setting anything in a mall that I think is like really cool. Um, and, Our children may not say the same thing, but <laughs> yeah, nah, maybe not. But there's a lot here that even not being a video game fan, the Mortal Kombat stuff, I thought was really cool. Just seeing these characters who never really experienced any of that. Uh, I I really did dug it, dig it. I love the look of this show. Some of the, the sets that they get for it, I think, are really cool. Another one that honestly pretty light on the zombie monster, whatever you want to call it, stuff, and it's fine. It works perfectly. It's always well. light, yeah. They just save it for big moments, which is great. Yeah. Uh, big, big key question: What did you guys make of the person that they found in the hallway? Did that seem almost planted? What was it true, or was it truly a guy down on his luck? I think it was just a guy that fucking was over this bullshit and had to find some of them little, pills. Yeah, he had to find a little, <laughs> a little hole to crawl in to kill himself. I mean, it was sad. Though. Understandably, like, in this world, I'm surprised yeah. that doesn't happen more often. Uh, Weekly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it, it definitely. I I do like that we got that though, and then him falling through the floor, and they both are feeling bad about laughing about it. That was a that was a fun moment as well. Also, Lady Mormont, uh, Ellie, her she's so good at being like this doughy eyed, brand new to everything. Because like when she sees the escalator, like it's fucking adorable. Yeah, she sees all the bright lights. That's fucking adorable. And she, the the emotion she has behind her eyes while watching um, um, the Mortal Kombat two game, well, not watching it, but seeing it for the first time, it's like a fucking child on Christmas. Like she's well, fucking fantastic at that. Well, and if yeah. you know that she had, you know, the fucking Mortal Kombat poster all Post, up in the yep. room, so it's yeah. like, you know, that was that was a huge moment. And again, that brought me back to when I, because I had always played it like on fucking playstation or you know whatever the fuck and a couple of years ago i finally found a place that had a mortal kombat 2 arcade and i probably looked exactly like her dude because that was like a cross off my bucket list thing finally played the original mortal kombat 2 on the original arcade fucking ain't that's sweet uh i was also the will they won't they i was i was like come on like we we all can read the room here. I know they're younger, so they probably couldn't tell to go for it, but I'm glad they did. Uh, I wish they would have had a happier ending, but I was sad when she was like, no, no, and then realized uh, her girlfriend, I'm just going to say girlfriend, is fucked too. I was like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I do love the fact, like, 
that's where she got the uh, courage and the the mentality. Uh, you got to keep going. So mm-hmm. thankfully, she's fucking patching Joel up because I love that man. Yeah, I thought <laughs> Riley was going to be Riley. There you go. Yeah. Also, uh, if if you didn't already say it, the actress from uh, Missing. I did. Okay. We couldn't remember her fucking name, so he's like, "Yeah, yeah I said." Yeah. Also, again, all this. Like, you can have a notable actor that just like. Oh, Wishes no, didn't die. She was in like three Blumhouse movies in a row too. Sorry, Dan. Yeah, when neighbor. you can't afford She's... Zendaya, you get her. <laughs> <laughs> She's better than Zendaya, I think. Maybe still Zendaya is, has a bigger name. We can't even remember this bitch's name. She'll get there. She'll get there. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we all we all just Awkward went brain silence. Um, I saw you starting. That's why. Oh, oh uh, Rook, sorry. Before you go, I did like the say the saying or the reaction that <clears throat> Ellie and Joel had to bad news because they both pretty much say like, "Well, we'll see what happens." Because when the kids go uh, announce he's pregnant, she's pregnant. He's like, "Oh, well, I guess we'll see, huh?" And then like <laughs> that was last episode, and this one when uh, about the firefly thing. Well, I guess we'll see. It's like ah. You guys, and then they're being shitty to each other, just like the, over there. It's good shit. Love this shit. Yeah. I, I also like the we got you know the reason why Ellie has that book with all the jokes in it mm. too, you know, and yeah. why it's so important to her. Uh, that that was that was good uh, foreshadowing, I guess. I don't know what the fuck the technical term you would call mm. it, but call back for yeah, foreshadowing's correct. Period. Yeah. Um, one thing that did kind of weird me out, though, and I don't know if any of you guys felt like this too, but uh, who the fuck's mall has a Target in it? Uh, that actually so that happens. A yeah. mall by by Todd has a Walmart or a CVS, and I was like, that's what a little fuck? weird. Yeah, that's wild. We got a Walmart at at my mall. The other mall, I know a mall right in Westminster has a Target. Yeah. Also, that's yes, probably Midwest. Thing. No, Midwest, yeah. I'm assuming, because uh, well, you guys had more land out there though, than we do here. Everything's combined. You'll see <laughs> a lot of like WalMarts, like not connected to a mall, but like right across from one. Uh, Ours is legitimately connected. It's connected. It yeah. weirded me out the first time I saw it. It like, used huh? to be a oh fuck, it was probably a, a smaller May- Walmart. I would bet. No, it was though. a May company. Two no, floors, right? Two oh, floors, okay. isn't it? No, no, no. They, the bottom floor is something else. But it, oh, the okay. store was two floors, but it's huge. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's bigger That's, than yeah. any of the other ones. It, it's oh. rare, Down but the I street do from medieval it. times. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, yeah. also, I wouldn't be me if I didn't say this. I do love the fact that Ellie loves dinosaurs as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I did I did pop really hard when she's like, Did you buy me a dinosaur? Because I probably would have said the same shit. <laughs> um and did you guys see the red and uh the red and green striped shirt she had on? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I pop of course for that as well. You gotta <laughs> yeah. there's always because you forget, like, okay, well, everything went to shit in 2003, so you'll see these little like like one extra had a Gore Lieberman shirt on. Mm. There's, you know, you get these little touches that I think are pretty cool. You also try and watch for like the fuck ups too. <laughs> like, oh no, 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 that was two thousand four. Traveling. <laughs> big, big, big T said, "I swear that mall looked like uh, the North Shore Mall in Peabody, Massachusetts. It probably is because that uh, aren't they in Massachusetts? Oh, uh, well, let's yeah, see. they're in, they're headed towards Boston. Yeah, yeah." So yeah. it probably is, bro. No, no, was it? Because they were headed towards there. So no, they mentioned that they were in Massachusetts in this episode. Okay. Yeah. But I in know. in. Okay. Cool. 
So, uh, yeah, Good shit. I, I don't know how many we have left, but I don't want it to end. <laughs> uh, this was what seven. Yeah. Yeah. So we got two, two, two more. Oh, is it ten? I thought it was nine. No, uh, maybe it is. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's it's nine. Right. So uh, two more. Yeah. Off? So by March 12th, we're gonna be done. Fuck. I believe from uh, Ali Abbasi, the director of Holy Spider. I'd have to double check that, but I'm I gotta watch that too. Well, no. since since Pugs is gonna make it to the the post show, um, this is very local, so this is just gonna be me and Pugs. Did you know K Earth One Hundred One? That's our our local K Earth One Hundred One. Like you know, we used to listen to like old Alice and them yeah. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, now now it's seventies, eighties, nineties, and some two thousands. We age in, huh? yeah. yeah, okay. That like makes in sense. the 2000s, that's not just me, then. Dude, I remember freaking out when Green Day came on KLOS. I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> like that was just like a year, like a couple years ago. And then I'm Trust like, "Oh me. no, that was fucking like three decades." <laughs> when K Day came back, the old school, you know, West Coast station, I was like, "Yeah, why am I hearing this on the old school channel?" There was so much. Stuff. Now it's just like, "Yeah, I get it." <laughs> I gave up. Red Hot Chili Peppers is now considered classic rock. Okay. (laughs) One more thing I wanted to say before we get out of here, because I forgot to mention it. Is it spoilerish? No, no. Um, I forgot to mention it when we were talking about Cocaine Bear. Probably like my my favorite bear attacks movie, Backcountry. You got to check this shit out. I still haven't seen it. It has the most fucking heartbreaking bear mauling scene. Like, Dude, it's one of those movies where it's just like, it's very slow burn. It's this couple and they're on this shitty camping trip and it's just, everything's going wrong. But then like, there's like a point where they're like, kind of, you know, you're really feeling for them. And then the movie just is like, fuck you, fuck your emotions. And one of the main characters gets absolutely destroyed by a bear. And it's so realistic looking and just so well done. It's fucking, uh, you got to check the movie out if you haven't seen it. I, I will. Yeah. Been on my list for a while. I may watch that shit fucking when I get home from work tonight. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, I second that. That's a really good, more realistic. Yeah, it's, it's based on the true story bear, as well. Yeah. Another one based on the true story. Yeah. It's right. fucked up getting killed by a bear. They hold yeah. you down. It doesn't look fun. <laughs> yeah, for real. We'll talk they take we'll, their may, time. May, maybe yeah. we'll bring some more bear talk onto the post show. No, I'll talk about some, my first experience from the movie, too. All right, sounds good. Yeah, so, uh, bring your questions, patrons, uh, whatever you want. Cable um, Channel Eleven, uh, yo, he just shout out Jess Graham. Shout out all of us out. So he's the man. Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, we'll head on over in the next few minutes to our patron show, and we'll see you guys there. So, for now, good night, Mister Todd. Uh, good evening. Whatever you do. Don't fall asleep. I'll see you in Disneyland.